G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We've been taking some time to work our way through the Old Testament book of Ruth, talking about the way that the action flows in the life of Ruth with her mother-in-law, Naomi, with her potential kinsman redeemer, whose name was Boaz. And Boaz finally wins his bride. Let's talk today, Camille, about the Bethlehem blessing. What is, in your mind, the Bethlehem blessing? Well, Neil, we first of all learned that the name Bethlehem in Hebrew is Beit Lechem, house of bread. What happens is as soon as Boaz becomes the redeemer and Ruth and Boaz become husband and wife, the people of Bethlehem are both witnesses to this act of redemption and they're also part of the celebration party. They are excited to see how this faithful, wonderful Moabite woman becomes one of them by faith, becomes a redeemer to her mother-in-law, and now she's rewarded having had nothing when she arrived. She's going to have a husband. She's going to have a nice place to live. And eventually she's going to have a child out of this union. What I call the Bethlehem blessing is that in chapter 4 of the book of Ruth, the people of Bethlehem pronounce a supreme blessing on Ruth, who is their adopted citizen. First of all, they say, may Ruth be like Rachel and Leah. Who are Rachel and Leah? The wives of Jacob. They built the house of Israel. In fact, they are the mothers of the 12 tribes even of those children born to their handmaidens. In other words, Rachel and Leah are the matriarchs, just like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are the patriarchs, meaning the fathers. Let's face it, you can't have patriarchs, Neil, unless you have matriarchs. (laughs) You can't clap with one hand. In this case, Jacob takes the two sisters, Rachel and Leah. These two women, along with their two handmaidens, Zilpah and Bilhah, give birth to the 12 tribes. So, They are blessing Ruth that she will be like Rachel and Leah. And this is wonderful. They further bless her by saying, may you do worthy in Ephratah and may you be famous in Bethlehem. That's just the first part of the Bethlehem blessing. And we want to move on to the second part of the Bethlehem blessing because Bethlehem, we all know, is the birthplace of Jesus. And what we have coming ahead of us is this lineage that leads to the Redeemer, who is Jesus Christ. The second part of the Bethlehem blessing is the people of Bethlehem say, may you be like the matriarchs, and may you be like Tamar, who bore Pharaoh's to Judah. Now, this is rather an interesting twist. The matriarchs we understand. They're the mothers of the 12 tribes. But Tamar, if you know the story of Tamar in Genesis 38, 
it reads like a veritable soap opera. But Tamar is not condemned, but apparently she is honored. The story, in, in short, Judah, who is the leader of the 12 tribes, he has three sons, two of them die. Tamar is the wife of both. She needs to have a redeemer. Judah inadvertently becomes the kinsman redeemer. Cyrus' children by her without knowing it. It's very unorthodox, very unconventional. But because of Tamar's action, Judah's two sons that were lost are now found, and they reconnect the messianic lineage. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.